fascinating Rashi Sikha with a beautiful Herod and it's uh, on the topic of Tuma and Tara, so it might be a little bit uh, complicated, but it's, we're going to analyze this Rashi and come out with a beautiful and clear understanding of Rashi that seems impossible as you go in, but seems so simple as you come out. So, let's begin. In Pasik Uklicheres Ashayigabay Hazov Yishaver, the Cholkli Eitz Yishatev Pamaim, the Pasik says that a Klicheres that is touched by a Zov should be broken, and if it's a, wo- a wooden Kali, wooden vessel, it should be immersed in the water. There's various different types of Tuma, and various different types of vessels or things that are touched by the Tuma, affected by the Tuma, with different halachas. So, for example, there's Tumas Mes, there's Tumas Sheretz. There is Tumas Nida, Tumas Zav or Zava, etc., etc. So there are various different Tumas, with each one has its own set of halachas. Then there's various different things that could be touched or affected by Tuma. For example, if it's a Klicheres, as we'll see later in the Sicha, a Klicheres, on the one hand, it only becomes Tomei if something goes inside of it, not by being touched. So if you touch a Klicheres on the outside, of it, it doesn't become tummy. If you touch the klicheres on the inside, it becomes tummy, not because of the touch, but because it went into the avir, into the air, the atmosphere of the vessel. Another thing is that a klicheres cannot become toher. The only way to become toher is by breaking it. So the Pasik over here says that a klicheres that was touched by a zov, so it's the, the tuma zov is touching the klicheres, it becomes tummy and it has to be broken. But if it's a wooden keli, then you could put it into the mikveh, and it becomes tahir. So Rashi quotes these words. The klicheres that is touched by the zav. I would think that it's even if it was touched on the outside, that the Pasik is telling me that if a zav touches a klicheres from the outside of the keli, it becomes tamei. And speaks about this. To, to tell us that one might have thought that a klicheres could touch a keli from the outside and it would become tamei. Ad, keep on reading in that teras kenim until the words. Ezehu kikulei. What kind of touch is there that affects the entire vessel? Heavy oimer zehu One must say it's if it gets moved. So Rashi is saying that the, the klicheres that is touched by a zav does not become tamei because. Uh, 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 um, a klicheres does not become tummy through touch, but what? So what does it mean? Asher yigaboy klicheres that is touched by the zav, it becomes tummy. It means if it was moved, and here moves even if he didn't touch it, even if he pushed it with something else. But the klicheres that was moved by a zav becomes tummy and needs to be broken. Now from Fashtain, so now we have to understand this Rashi. Was to leave them is Rashi mefarish tiverta yiga by ledrosos chazal teras kernim unitas yiga by iskipshute ados meit negia uyed negia filo meacherof. What is bothering? What is difficult? What's the question on the pshute shal mikra that because of that Rashi feels compelled to touch the pasuk according to a drasha of chazal that yiga means to move. And not translated simply that yiga means to touch any touch, 
that any type of touch, even if it was on the outside of the vessel, affects it, the, the tumor of the vessel of the keli. What, what causes Rashi to change from the simple meaning that it means touch to a, to a drosha that it means move? Here's the asbari in them. So here is the explanation. We can't say that Yiga boy means literal touch. We read in Parsha Shmini, when the Torah was talking about Tumas Sheretz, we already learned, as Rashi taught us, that a Klicheres can only be metame, can only become tame, only if something tame goes in its atmosphere, in its, in its inside. So we can translate here the word yiga means touch. That a klicheres becomes tummy through touch because we already learned in Parashashmini that it doesn't work like that. So in other words, when we read the Pasuk of klicheres the first thing that comes to mind is that it can't mean nigia, it can't mean touch. But now that I start looking at it, I think maybe we could differentiate between Tuma Sheretz and Tuma Zov. Maybe Tuma Sheretz, which is a lighter, a less stringent Tuma, so it, it, it cannot be metami klicheres unless it goes into the inside. which is a more stringent tuma. Sees is It's called mishkav meishav Sometimes it's called tumas midras, which is any tuma, any any act, action that places weight on this. For example, if you sit on something, if you if you lay on something, if you step on something, if you hang from it, anything that puts weight, uh, lean on it, onto this thing, could become tummy. And that works in the case of a zav. A zav is metam of a mishkav umayshav. Not a shed, it's not, 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 not tumas mess. So therefore, you could say, tumas zav has a stringency that is metam of a mishkav umayshav, which doesn't apply to tumas sheretz. So maybe it is more stringent also with regards to the klicheres. And can a klicheres And then say that maybe a, 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 a zav could make the klicheres tame by touching it on the outside. And then it's you could tie yiga kipsute. The yiga means literally touch. So this is what a person could think. Right away, you're not accepting yiga by right away because you know that a klicheres is not metame through touch. But then you think to yourself, one second, maybe that's just too much sheretz and not too much zav. And then maybe we could say yiga means to touch. Is the river? Therefore, in order to to uh, address and that we should not accept this differentiation between two masharets and two mazov. Which we want to do because yiga, because if we do accept this differentiation, then yiga could be translated literally touch. But we, but it's not, but that's not the pshat. Is Rashi mitik from pasuk? Need not divert the velchas mefarish yiga boy. Rashi quotes in the pasuk not just the words which he's actually explaining. Nor ech divert the v'zayin mavlid mechidikarnal. He brings down the words that will actually emphasize this differentiation. Uklicheres, azov. That we're talking about a zov. We're talking about a klicheres. And maybe because it's a zov, the zov could be metam with the klicheres through touching. Unzokt, yachalafilinagabayamecherov. Divaldesheres, if I get to my zov. 
and says maybe a person would think that maybe because there's a tumazav, it could be metame from the outside through touch, and it's different than sharetz. And then Rashi says, etc., as it is stated in Teras Kernim. What is the Hemshech and Teras Kernim? What does it actually say in Teras Kernim? The Dinu. Which is a more stringent Tuma. Cannot be Metamaklicheres on the outside. Hazov Akal. So you thought maybe Yigabim is touching, it can't mean. Because we have a Kalvachimer. Madach Tumas Mesa is not Metama through touch uh, on a Klicheres. For sure, Tumas Zav is not Metama through touch on a Klicheres. So that, then he says, Look, he refutes the Kalvachimer. Maybe a mess is considered less stringent because a mess is not metamorphosis. And therefore, it's also not metamorphosis. But a zav, which is metamorphosis, maybe it could be metamorphosis as well. Talmud Leimar continues to tell us Kehanim Asher Yigaboy. Pasuk says Asher Yigaboy. Ula Halon Leimar Asher Tavushal Boy. Later in Parashas, Halon is not. Usually Lahal means later. Here Lahal means Parsha's Tzav. It says a Shetuvushal boy, it'll be cooked in it. Ma boy Amar Lahalon Me'avire, when it says Tuvushal boy, it means inside, because you're cooking in it, so it obviously means that which is being inside. Avka Me'avire, also here it means that it's only Me'avire, Yiga boy, then a Klicheres could only be Metama, something that's on the inside of it and not on the outside of it. So then the question is raised, if, if Klicheres cannot become tummy through touching on the outside, what does it mean the words Yigabai in our Pasuk? So here Rashi actually brings the end of the Teraskeanim. What type of touch is it that would affect the entire vessel? We conclude that it means moving it. So let's just review what happened over here. We started, we saw the Pasuk as Yigabai. We said the thing Yigabai doesn't mean touch. Because the klicheres is not metama through touch, then we started saying, but it says yigabai. Maybe may, maybe this is different. Maybe zav is different than sheretz, and it could be metama me'avire, and it could be metama through negia. I'm sorry. So the Varashi comes and says yachel. Feel not going You might think that it's that, that it's even through touch. Look at the teres kernim. The teres kernim says first it tries a, 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 a kalvachaymer, which it refutes. Then it comes up with a gzeres shava. It says boy boy. That teaches me that is only only from the inside. It can't be from the outside. So then what does it mean, Yigaboy? It means moving it. So in Siv Beis, we're going to ask the question, why does Rashi quote part of the Teras Kehanim and not the other part? Either he should have sent us, say, look in the Teras Kehanim and, and, and rely on us that we will learn the whole Teras Kehanim, or if there's more that we have to know than what he quotes, quote more of it. That's going to be the discussion in Siv Beis. Either Rashi should have quoted the entire Teres Kehanim, including the proof that Yigabai does not mean from the outside through touch, which is the Gzeri Shava of Boi Boi. And if Rashi is relying on us that we're going to look it up ourselves, then Rashi did not have to quote the end of the Teras Kernim, where he says that the touch means the moving it. We could have concluded his commentary, his comment here, with the words as it is stated in Teras Kernim, and then we would go learn the Teras Kernim. 
We have a similar thing in Parashas Vayikra. There's a passage where it says, So Rashi says, It's an extra passage because already in the previous passage, it already told us that he has to bring a carbon asham. So he says, This is already addressed, expounded upon in Teras Kayanim. Teras Kayanim, it says that this Pasik is including an Asham Tali, an Asham Shivra Kharufa, that they also have to be an Ayil that's worth two slime. Whatever. The, the point is, is that Rashi says nothing other than go look in Teras Kayanim. So the question is, why doesn't Rashi do the same thing over here? Say, he is with Teras Kayanim. And if Rashi feels that he does, that, that can trust us, that we're, not, that we're going to look it up, and he has to tell it to us, then give us everything. Give us uh, the reason why, why, uh, uh, we, how we know that a klicheres is not metame through negia me'achet, or through touching it on the outside, and then, and then how, and then what yigaboy means. The past is only, you can't find it. So, simply, we could have answered, we could answer. Does was Rashi break them, see goy, is vile, their meat is given their tights when yigaboy. That's it. And maybe the, the reason that Rashi quotes the second part, the end of the Teras Kernim, is because that's the actual translation of the word Yigabai. Yigabai means to touch it, to move it. But the first part of the, of the Teras Kernim, which is just the proof that Klicheres could not be metame from the outside, but it doesn't, not necessarily telling us what it means here. The Varashi does not feel it necessary to bring it down, to spell it out. And he relies on us that we'll open up the Teres Kain and we'll look it up. So in other words, we're suggesting that Rashi is giving us the part of the Teres Kainim that's the translation of the words, but not the lead up to it, why it can't mean any other translation. But that's difficult to say. But if we get a it's been spoken many times that whatever is necessary for the for the understanding of Sudhish Mikra, the Rashi will bring it for the Ben Khamish Mikra in a clear and an explicit way. And since simply Yigabai can mean touch, touching it from the outside, Rashi has to explain to us why it shouldn't be Yigabai. And not to rely on the reference to Teres Kayanim. Especially since the Teres Kayanim is using Exeter Shava. Exeter Shava is not simple understanding of the Psukim. Exeter Shava is taking two words, boy, boy, and making a comparison. It's not simply understood in the Pasuk. A Benchom Islamikra that reads the Pasuk, sees Asher Yigabai, won't see this Raya clearly. He's, you'll tell him, boy, boy, fine. Uh, uh, but it's not really Pashtus Aksuvim. So, in other words, Rashi doesn't just translate. Rashi has to give us everything that we need to know from Sudhish Mikra. If you're changing your mind, not your mind, if you're changing the, the, the Pashtus, that Yigabai does not mean touch, you have to tell the Chamesh the you have to tell the Chamesh Mikra why it shouldn't mean touch. And Rashi doesn't do that. So to say that Rashi is just picking the parts of the Teras Kerenim that are relevant to the Taich and not relevant to the lead up to the Taich doesn't work because the Mechamish Mikra is going to want to know why aren't you saying Gigabai means Nagiya Meyacherov? Muzmazag, we there from Osei, as late traditional Mikra, is the Raya 
So that, we have to say that therefore not only teraskeyanim, even in Pesutish Mikra, the raya that, that, that it cannot mean Nagiya Meacherov, that Yigabay does not mean Nagiya, because a klicheres does not become Tomei, even from a Zov, on the out, by touching it on the outside, is not from the Gzeres Shavah, boy boy. It's not from the Gzeres Shavah, which is why Rashi doesn't bring it. Nor from the Vertivas Rashi is mighty preferred from Teras Kernim. In the words that Rashi actually brings from the Teras Kernim, that is where we can see that a klicheres is not metame from the outside, even by Azov. And the fact that Rashi references the he does not the taste of It's only an extra raya, extra explanation, as will be explained later on. But we're not basing it on the teras because we ask the question: Why does Rashi not spell out the teras The answer is because the teras is not pshutishol mikra. Everything that we need to know, we know from pshutishol mikra. We can use the teras as an extra raya. And this is why Rashi suffices with a, a, a with a remez, with a hint, as it says in Teres because that part is not part of Pshutish Omikra. It's not necessary to understand this Pasek. We can understand the Pasek without the Teres The very words that Rashi brings in his Pirush, that's enough for us to understand why it cannot be Negiyah Me'achayrav. Why Yigabe cannot mean touch, because a klicheres is not metama on the outside, even by Azov. Question that we have now going into Sif Gimel is how do we know? How does Rashi know from Sutish Omikra that a klicheres is not metame through Nagir? It does not become tame through touching, even by Azov, where it says the words Asha Yigaboy. So that's what we're going to do in Sif Gimel. We're going to try to find an explanation. How does Rashi know that a klicheres is only metame meyaviroi, only metame on the inside and not on the outside? Even by Tumazov. And we're going, what we're going to do and see if Gimel is we're going to try to learn it out of Tumas Mace. We're going to say just like Tumas Mace is Metame only Meaviray, only from the inside of the Kali. So to by Tumazov, it's only Metame Meaviray. Seemingly, we could say, as we learned, it's not from Tumas Mace. We're learning Tumazov from Tumas Mace. Tumazov is also a very stringent tumor. Nevertheless, it cannot be by touching it from the outside. As we will learn later in Parsus Chukas with regards to Tumas Meis, that it is only metama on the inside of the klicheres. For statement, therefore, we will understand from this that also the Tumazov, which is not as stringent as Tumas Meis, is not would not be from the outside. So the is very simple. In parts we know that a that a tumas is not metama and we can apply that limud to here to zav that also tumazov, which is not even as chamor as tumas meis, also is not metama from the outside through touch. When does this kavanas Rashi and the Mitzayans and Teres And if we follow this reasoning, this would be Rashi's intent when he references the Teres Kernim. It may not shava boy boy. It's not referring to the Xeris shava boy boy, which we already said previously is not pashtus aksuvim. And if Rashi meant the boy boy, he would have included it in the Rashi itself. 
No, them Kalvachemer was being Tichtarten. Rashi, by, by referencing the Teras Kernim, is referring to the Kalvachemer. Umay, Mesa Chamor, Leitim, Klicheres, Mechairav. Mes, which is a more stringent tumor, does not. Is not metama the klicheres on the outside. Hazav akal in addition metama klicheres meacherov. And for sure the zav, which is a lesser uh, stringency of tuma, for sure it cannot be metama klicheres meacherov. But kalvachemer is a svarab sutra sutrishal mikra, and this is a kalvachemer. A kalvachemer is logic. Logic is sutrishal mikra. Gzeiras shava is acceptance. Boy boy, doesn't necessarily have to make sense. But a kalvachemer is using is using logic. So it's Pshutish Mikra. So therefore, Rashi says, uh, you know, look at the Teres Karenim, you'll see the you'll, you'll see the Kalva Chaimer, and you'll, it'll make sense to you. When Agama the Teres Karenim fragged up the Kalva Chaimer, even though, as we saw before, the Teres Karenim refutes the Kalva Chaimer. That by Azov there's a stringency that doesn't exist by Mez. The fact that Azov is Metame, Mishkev, Moishav, made this not a Shkulimim. So that would only mean that the two zav and tumas mes are equal. That each has a stringency that the other one doesn't have. So it makes them equal. In halacha, not necessarily, but in in mikra, they're both equal. This one has a chumrah. This one has a chumrah. And if they if they're equal, they could be compared to each other. Also, with regards to the fact that a klicheres does not become tummy by touching it on the outside. So, so lechera, we could say that that Rashi is learning tumas zav from tumas meis. That the yigaboy cannot mean touching because a tummy, because tumas zav does not. It is not metama klicheres on the outside. Undos was Rashi and trying to tell This is a parenthetical addition. If you're going to ask, why does Rashi send us to Tereskenim? We need some pasuk pshutis umikin parsos chukas. Why don't we go straight to chukas? If you're learning, if you're learning tumas zal from tumas meis, and Rashi could have said kidi isa or kamesha kasov in parsos chukas. What does it say in parsos chukas? The pasuk says v'chol kli pasuach. Asher ain't summit posil alav tamehu. An open keli doesn't have a sealed cover is tameh. So Rashi says, what does it mean? It doesn't have a sealed cover because if it's covered, it cannot become tameh because it only it only becomes tameh if something goes on the inside. So if the kli is sealed and nothing can get in, then it can't become tameh. And from this, Rashi derives, or Chazal derives, and Rashi explains it that klicheres is only metameh meaviray by tumas mes. So why couldn't why couldn't Rashi reference that and instead he references Teras Kernim? So he says for two simple reasons. Number one because it's a lengthy, uh, a, a more lengthy uh, a, a proof. It's not clear. It's not for sure that the Menchamish Mikra will understand it well. In Teres Kenim, Abba is the limud beferish ubefirut. Teres Kenim is spelled out very well. It's a kavachaymer. Umad is this. A kavachaymer in this. So, the, so it's it's spelled out much better. It's easier for the mechamish to understand. So it's shorter and it's clearer. So this is this is our suggestion. This is the suggestion of Seif Gimel. Maybe Rashi is learning klicheres by Zov from Klicheres by Tommy Mace and it's moving by Pashtus. Just like the just like the top by Tommy Mace. It's only Matama Meaviroi and not through Nagia. Also by Thomas Zov, it's also not Matama Nagia. As is Aber Nitu is Galton. However, we must say that this is not a legitimate explanation. Vile 
Besides the fact that it doesn't answer the question why Rashi doesn't spell it out, the same question we asked in Tziv based on the Teras and Rashi why he doesn't spell out the Teras Kernim could ask the same thing. He should have said, Yochel Afilo Negiya Meacherov. Look in Parshas Chukas or look in Teras Kernim, and well, you'll see that that. Uh, that a Tomei Mace is not a Tomei Benegiyah, Tomei Aklicheres, through Negiyah Meacherov, and therefore it can't be by Tumazov either. Rashi doesn't say that. So that question never got answered. Is Nesif Lazer, in addition to that, we have another explanation, which is brilliant, but Medaf Altenkop. A Tomei Mace is Dachnit Metama Behesat. A Tomei Mace is not Metama through moving. In other words, if, if, if you, if you, uh, if the Tumas Mace moves a Kaili, Without touching it, it does not become tummy. The keli does not become tummy. Bring to Nara 10, that the Gemara in Shabbos says, There's no other tumah besides the tumah zov that is metama beheset, through, through moving without touching it. So now, let's, I'm going to share it outside and then we'll go back into the Ptim. If you follow the reasoning of this Rashi, Rashi starts in saying, I would think that it's metama even from the outside through touching it. He says, no, you can't say that. Why not? Because Tumas Mes is not Metame Benegia by a Klicheres. So therefore, also Tumas Lev is not Metame Benegia by Klicheres. So then in that case, what does it mean, Asher Yigabai? Asher Yigabai must mean moving it. Heset. So now, that would mean that, Klich, that Zov has a Chumre over Tumas Mes. Even though we said Shkulimim. Even though there's a Kalvachemer from Zov, from Mes HaChamur to Zov HaKal. Nevertheless, Zov has a chumr over Tomei Meis. That is Metama Behesset. So if you're, crea if you're creating a chumr by Zov over Tomas Meis, why can't that chumr be Negia? Why can't you say that Al-Piseichol, Al-Pi-Havona, it's Taka, not Metama Benegia, but the Chidish of Ayasha Yigaboy is that it's Metama Benegia. Me'achayrof. The whole reason we didn't want to do that is because we want to compare Tomas Meis and Tomas Zov. We can't. Because Tumazov is anyways getting a Chumra. If, if not the Chumra of Negiyah Me'achirov, it's the Chumra of Hesed. So what did you gain? To say Yiga means touch is better because if it's better in Sudesh Mikra. Let's see inside. Is a Mikhen's organized the Pasukah Yiga by Kum Mechadzai? As a Zav is Metama Behesed. Versus the Tumah Tumas Mes. If you're going to ultimately conclude that the Pasukah Yiga by is saying a Chiddush that although my Tumas Mes. It is not Metame Behesset. But my Tumas Zav is Metame Behesset. Rav Azam and Zogin has the Chiddush in Yigaboy by stating them as Azav is Metame Klicheres Meacherov. Why can't you say that the Chiddush of Yigaboy is that Azav could be Metame Klicheres when touching it? Chach is a Meskinist to be Metame Zayn. Once there's a Chumra by Zav over Tomei Meis, why can't that Chumra be Negiya? Unit their Pirus Tavs and Odif. This pirush is even better because according to this pirush, yigabe could be translated literally touching. So once you've moved away from the comparison between mace and tumas mace and tumazov, why can't you say that tumazov is matam Therefore, it can't be that the that, that, that the reason that Rashi knows that klicheres. Mizbendat metama benegia by Azov is from Mace. Because with Mace, the, 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 there's no proof. Even though we see that Mace is not metama benegia by Azov, but we see that Zav is more chamor. There's a pasuk asher yigaboy. 
So we can't learn from Tamimis. So we're back to our original question. How does Rashi know? How, how does Rashi teach us that a klicheres is not metama benegiya me'acherov ba'ayazov? See if Dalit is going to give us another explanation. Simpler one. Maybe Rashi's proof is from the end of this Pasik that if it's a wooden keli, it has to be immersed in the mikveh. So now, if Yigabai means hesed, it means to move it, is move on, then we understand the chidish of the second half of the Pasik. As Ba'azov is Echli, it's Tameh Behesed. The Ba'azov, also a wooden keli, is becomes Tameh through, through, through moving it, even without touching it. Ay Babar Yiga by Men Kipshutai, Afilu Nagiyah Me'acherov. When the Pasek is the Mechadis, as Azov is Metamak Lecheres, Tureh Nagiyah Me'acherov. But if you're going to say that Tumas, that, that Yiga by means touching, and the Chiddush of this Pasek is that a, that a Zav could be Metamak Lecheres through touching it from the outside. That would, that, that would leave a question. What's the Chiddush in the second half of the Pasik? The fact that a Kli'etz becomes Tami through touching is not a Chiddush. Many Kalim become Tami through touching it. Klicheres, it would be a Chiddush, because usually it's not Matama Benagiyah. So there would be a Chiddush that here it is Matama Benagiyah. But then you would leave the second half of the Pasik without a Chiddush. What did Michal Chalkeles say to Amayim? Therefore, maybe, possibly, Rashi is saying the only way to understand the Chiddush of Kliyets is if you touch the first half of the pasuk that it means moving. That if a Zav moves a Keli a Klicheres, it has to be broken because it's tummy. And if a Zav moves a Kliyets, it has to go into the mikveh because it's tummy. So if you say that that Yigabe means Yasit moving it, then the second half of the passing makes sense. So maybe this is how Rashi knows that we're not talking about Nagiyah Me'acherov and we're talking about Hesed because of the second half of the Pasuk. But this question is, oh, this explanation is also difficult to understand. Because if that's the case, Rashi would have included those words. If that's his hechrich, if Rashi's hechrich, is, Rashi's compelling proof is from the words v'chol kliyets, Rashi would have included those words in the Dibra Maschil. Or at least hint to it with the words v'goymer, etc. When we bother Rashi to test it, is that I as a halt esnit v'reicha chaziga b'metesit. Who could you come on? This is a proof that Rashi is not learning from a Kliyetz. Either because he holds that this is not the Raya, that Yigabai means to move it, or that as the Raya of Aserbrek is a Basara, or the Rashi has a better Raya than this. So we're back to our original question. What is the Raya that a, by Azov, Klicheres, is not Metame Benegiya, not Metame through touching it on the outside, and therefore Yigabai means Hesit, means moving it. So we, we, we tried to say we learned from Tumas Meis. We said it can't be learned from Tumas Meis. We tried to say we learned from We said we can't be from there. So we're back to our original question. How, what, how does Rashi know that a Klicheres is not metame benegiya me'acherov by Tumazov? Sifei. The Medas Fashtein Bahaktumatmiya. So we're going to introduce another question that is going to lead us to a very beautiful Chiddush. And that is that sometimes a Pasik is written in the Torah even though there's only one detail 
that is a chiddush that is that has not been said before. The pasuk, the Torah will repeat the entire pasuk, just for one detail. And once we understand this nakuda, we'll understand what is our what our pasuk is telling us and how we know that negiyah me'achirav does not is not metamak lichelas be'azov. So, so but, but to get there, we first have to introduce another question. So this pasuk that we've been talking about till now is pasuk Yud Beis. Pasuk Yud Aleph says, "Anything that the Zav touched, literally means his hands weren't washed." But as Rashi tells us, it means he hasn't been to the mikveh yet. That anything that was touched by the Zav that that had not been to the mikveh, he has to wash his clothes, he has to, he has to dip in the mikveh, and he becomes tummy. So. The, 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 the basic chiddush of this pasuk is that even though the Zav, even though he finished his time, the Zav had to wait Shev even though even though he already waited out the time, but if he hasn't gone to the mikveh yet, he's still just a stomach, and therefore if he touches something, it has to wash his clothes, it has to go to the mikveh, etc. So the question is like this. That was pasuk Yudalaf. If you look back in pasuk Zayin, Someone touches the skin, the flesh of the Zav, then he has to wash his clothes, he has to go to the mikveh, and he's coming to the end of the day. So the Chayr of Pasuk Zayin and Pasuk Yud Aleph are saying the same thing. Why does Pasuk Yud Aleph have to be repeated? The fact that I just what I just mentioned, which was from Rashi, that this pasuk is telling us that even though he finished his counting of his days and he's just missing the mikveh, he's still metame. Maybe that's what the pasuk is telling it to us. He says no, it's aleph came and it's up learning midah kolsh came from the din by Yildus. First of all, you could learn it from the din of Yildus, but mushab and tvila. So Yildus has to go to the mikveh. Even after she has gone to the mikveh, she can't touch any kedush, any any kachim. And she does not become she cannot become tamei until the end of the day of the fortieth day, which on the next day she's going to bring her kapara. So from the fact that we see by the Yildiz that she has to, even after she, uh, even after she goes to the mikveh, she cannot touch any kodesh until the end of the day. Then Kolsha came by the Zav, who, who hasn't gone to the mikveh, for sure, he, he, he's still metami. Beis, so we have one thing, be, one raya, Beis ve'ikir. More importantly, even if I couldn't learn it from Yildiz, to live them darfti teir and iberchaz and the constant posik. This is not a reason for the territory to repeat an entire Pasuk. You could have added the words in the previous Pasuk. The Pasuk Zion could have said, These words, that tells me that he has to, be, he has to have gone to the Mikveh, and that if he hasn't gone to the Mikveh, he's still Tomei, even, even though he waited out his days. Could have been said in the previous pasuk, could have merged the two psukim, and you would have saved the whole pasuk. So the question is, what is pasuk Yudalif? The pasuk that says that if someone touches a zav touches something before he goes to the mikveh, he has to, he has to the, the the person who gets touched has to wash his clothes and he has to go to the mikveh. What is that pasuk teaching us? To live there to me. And because of this question, let him take the gemara. Ados was to state for chalash yigav be'azov, meaning the gemara has it. 
And therefore, the Gemara learns that this Pasuk, not our Pasuk, Yud the previous Pasuk, Yud Aleph, when it says over there, it means moving. That anything that the Zav moves. Because it can't be anything that the Zav touches, because we already know that from the from Pasuk Zayim. So the Gemara Taka changes the Pshat of Yigab and ready in Pasuk Yud Aleph, and says it means anything the Zav moves. Rasha, but let it let it be the Teres Rasha learns not like the Gemara. He learns the Teres Kernim as Eretz Yigab from Unzer Shpetah the Kempasik Mein Tesset. That our Yiga, our Pasik, which is a later Pasik, means moving. Blabit the Kashali Teres Rashi. So then it remains question. The question remains according to Rashi. So the Vosh state the Pasik Halosh Yigab Yazov umizetnet that Rashi is also Bavarinin. What is the Pasik Yud Aleph teaching me? And Rashi doesn't address it. Not the beer in them. So what's the explanation? Even according to Pesudish Mikra, it is possible, it is okay for there to be an entire Pasuk written for one detail that is introduced in this Pasuk. Sometimes you find the Torah repeats a whole parasha for one detail that was introduced in the second the second round. As we see in the Torah repeats a second time the story of the creation of Adam Chava. So the Pratim was coming to the Titan Sipur because of new details that are mentioned in the second in the second story and there are others. So therefore, it is possible for a Pasuk to be written, even though most of the Pasuk is not a Chiddush, but if there's one detail that is introduced in, the second, in, this, in this new Pasuk, it's worth it to, to include the whole Pasuk. Underfar is the Pesutei Shalmikra King Kashanit, to the Vazdar Shtei in their Pasuk, so now there's no question why this Pasuk Yud Aleph is written. Because there's a Chiddush in the words which is, which is, which is teaching us after explaining that Yadol Shatav means that it goes to the Mikveh. Rashi says, why does it say V'yadav? So Rashi teaches She'ein be'ez astarim ton v'yasmayim that hidden parts of the of the body, for example, the mouth, or if a person has a flaps of, I don't know what the right word for it is, but fat and uh, wrinkles, and uh, the water doesn't get in under those the uh, uh, under that skin, then it's okay. Only a revealed uh, limb, like hands, needs to get wet when it, when a person goes to the mikveh. So. There's a chiddush in the pasuk in this pasuk Yudalif, that when a person goes to the mikveh, it only has to only only the only the uh, the revealed limbs have to be, become wet, and therefore the whole pasuk is written for this one detail. So that answers the question: Why, why, what is the what is the chiddush of pasuk Yudalif? And it introduces us to this idea that a tetera would write a pasik for a chiddush. That if there's a chiddush in the pasik, that we understand why the pasik is written. Now Rashi comes to our pasik, pasik yud beis. Here too, we can ask the same question: What is the chiddush in this pasik? 
As a clear very tummy to Nagias Azov, can be visited with Mikoshkin, the Kavachim from the Fridikadinim. The fact that Azov a, a touches a Kaili and makes a tummy, we could learn it in the Kavachim from previous Dinim. As an Odom very tummy in Nagias Azov, as Azov is Matama Philip Mishkilamay. So the fact that a person could become tummy through being touched by Azov. The fact that a Zov could make something tummy through sitting on it or laying on it, etc. For sure, it could make something tummy through touching it. So if it says in our passage, watch the Chiddush. So Rashi says like this. Since Rashi is looking for a Chiddush, maybe the Chiddush of this Pasuk is that even though usually Azov is not metame, sorry, a Klicheres is not metame me'acherov, maybe Azov could do it because we need a Chiddush. The Pasuk, the Pasuk wouldn't be written for, if not for the Chiddush. So we're looking for a Chiddush. Maybe the Chiddush is that a Klicheres uh, uh, could, be, could become tame me'acherov by Azov. And we said earlier that if you say that Yigabai here means to touch, then what's the Chiddush of the, of the end of the Pasuk? Kli'etz. For sure, Kli'etz is tummy through touch. What's it telling us? Now that doesn't bother us anymore. Because we already we just we just established that if there's one chiddush in the pasuk, then the whole pasuk could be written even without a chiddush. It's all being written for the one. So maybe so this is what Rashi is suggesting. If we're looking for a chiddush, maybe the chiddush is that negia is mitame by azov when it's, uh, that a klicheres becomes tame through negia by azov. And the raya, not the raya to the conclusion that it can't be, that it's not Tommy bin This Hava Amina, that Azov could be Metama bin to prove that, or to help prove that, Rashi brings, is Rashi Mesav Kiritz Materas Kernim. In other words, till now we thought Kiritz Materas Kernim is a proof to the conclusion. Now he says the Kiritz Materas Kernim is a proof to the suggestion. That maybe the chiddush of this pasuk is that azov is not metamek, that azov is metamek licheres through touching it. Kiddush b'teras keyanim was dort zed b'takeh as mitzad the chumra from tum azov is yeshmakim leimar as there is metamek licheres me'achedov. Chacha mes kenes nit metamezay. In in the teras keyanim after the teras keyanim brings the kalvachaymer to prove that azov is not metamek in the game me'achedov. The Kavachemer is refuted, and the Teres Kerenim says that a Zav is more Chamur than a Mace, because a Zav is Metameh Mishkev Moshev, and therefore it's possible that a Zav would be Metameh through Negiyah, even though a Mace is not. Dos heist, dos was Rashi's Metzayin from Teres Kerenim, is nisnit to the Raschalas Ahemshech, zum limud as a Zav is nit Metameh Klicheres Me'acherov. Rashi is not referencing the original Kavachemer, that that told us that Madacha Mace is not Matama Meacherov by a Klicheres. Kolshekin Azov is not Matama. That's not what Rashi is referring to. Now, if I cared to the Msium Tsvetis Varanam Shakateras Kernim, the Rashi is referring to the second suggestion in the Teras Kernim that Azov is Chamor because it's Matama Mishkiv Amashev. And maybe it's also Matama Benegia. Ad Ubismichis Suezo Magoi. Rashi says, look. 
in the Tereskernim until the words, or almost until the words, Ezo Magoi, which means Rashi is sending us until the second part of the Teras Kernim, where it's just suggesting that a Zav should be metame benegiyah me'acherov, because a Zav has a stringency. As it says, Yedah Asvara, Yochel, as a filo noga be'acherov, as a filo and this is why Rashi is only is only uh, uh, not bringing it clearly, only suggesting it because first of all, it's a tasteless raya. It's not the main raya, but more importantly, it's not the maskana. It's a it's a yachal. I would think that maybe the chiddush of the pasuk is that a zav is metamet through negiya meyacherov. And if you and if you need if you need a taste, just now look into the skinim. Ultimately, we're not going to go that way. So therefore, us doesn't feel the need to spell it all out because it's only it's only a hava mina. But but nevertheless, it still helps us prove this point that, that it's a, that a person could think that the chiddush of the pasuk is that is zav is metama v'negiyim yachedu. So atkan is Rashi's hava mina. But ultimately, Rashi says, no, that's not the Pshat in this Pasuk. How do we know? He's from the Messiah, Matera's Kin, and that'll come from the end of the Matera's Kin, the very end. With the quote which the Matera's Kin says, that it's talking about a touch that affects the whole Kaili, which is moving it. As we're going to explain in Siv Zayin, the Hasbara, what is what what is what does Rashi actually learn from this Teras Kernim? The Hasbara in them. Here's the explanation. In addition to the fact that we suggest that the whole pasuk is extra, which is why we would have thought that the chiddush of the pasuk is that Azov is metameth through Nigiyah Meyacherov. So even even after we establish that the pasuk is necessary, the words that the zav touches, that is totally extra. The pasuk is saying is 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 following the previous pasuk, which began with the words anything that the zav touches. So the previous pasuk is talking about other kalim. So they have to go to the mikveh and, and to become toher. Then you could have just said uklicheres yishaver. That if it's a klicheres, it can't go to the mikveh because a klicheres cannot become uh, cannot be made toher. It has to be broken. To say again uklicheres asher yiga boyazov seems very repetitive to 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 the previous pasuk. Similar to the, in the end of the Pasuk, it says anything that's made of wood should be rinsed in water, immersed in water. If that the Zav touches, because we know that we're talking about something that's touched by a Zav. So the, so the question is that the words Asher Yiga in our Pasuk seem totally superfluous. Is it even Mr. Therefore, we must say, as the Chiddush in the Pasuk, licked in Diverter, that if we're looking for a Chiddush, the Chiddush is going to be in these very words in Yigabai. And the fact that the Pasuk rewrote these words for a Chiddush, where is the Chiddush going to be? It's going to be in the words Yigabai. Yigabai made the Anayir Efen in the gear. That Yiga, it's a Chiddush. Chiddush means something new. The Yegabai is going to be a new type of touching. are not like the touchings that were referred to earlier. Der Yega is boy. This Yega is it. And the Gia in the Ganser Klolos it you're touching the entire overall Kaili. Not like a regular touch, which is in a very limited space, very limited 
part of the keli. actually quotes What kind of touch is it that affects the yiga boy? Affects the entire keli. Through the moving it, the whole kli gets moved. But not so if you would learn that the chiddush here is the fact that the klicheres is becomes tummy through touching it on the outside. Is the chiddush not divided to klicheres? Other than the word boy, the, the words the the the, the would either be in the fact that it's a klicheres or the fact that it says boy, but the fact that that's even on the outside. But yiga boy together means a new type of negia. And a type of negia that's boy that affects the entire keli. And that's Rashi's hechrich. So if you go back to the original Rashi, to the words of Rashi, you don't need any rayas for this. The fact that the Pasuk seems to be a, 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 an extra Pasuk, this might make me think that even that the Chiddush of this Pasuk is, even if you touch, the, touch it from the outside, that, is, that, that even though klicheres is usually not metame through negia, here it is metame through negia. Look in the teras kernim, magoi shukukulei, and what's the raya that it's not? Because you need magoi shukukulei. How do I know this? From the words yigabai azov. Yigabai is in the dibra maschim. So the ace that it says, asher yigabai azov, yigabai means it's a negia shukukulei. And therefore it has to mean that it's a different type of negia, which is moving it, and therefore, means moving it, not touching it. Now that we understand this Rashi, you know, you look at you look at the Rashi, and uh, it seems it seems like a complicated Rashi. This this there's a there's a complicated of Tumas Meis, the Mishkav Moishav. There's a there's a there's a in Rashi doesn't mention it. Because it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not relevant, not relevant to the Havana of the Pasuk. The, 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 all we need to know is that the Pasuk is a Chiddush. We're looking for the Chiddush. We thought the Chiddush might be Nagiya Me'acherav, but it can't be. Why? Because then the words Yiga Be'azov are extra. And therefore, the fact that it's Yiga Be'azov means the Chiddush of this Pasuk is Hesit. Ogitan. Now comes the Hira. The which is made out of earth is, uh, is uh, symbolizes the human being which was created from the earth. The person, the human being, was created from the earth. This and this is the statement that klicheres cannot be become tummy from the outside from the. Other side, the Indianer from Elam Hazav has been suggested some goof Adam, but the goof Zayner that Angulo from Achirav can eat mitamas and the from Achidin. The parts of Elam Hazav that stick on, that get uh, 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 caught on to the person's goof, the goof of the person is the Achirav, is the backside of the person, cannot uh, 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 become, cannot make tummy, cannot defile the etzem of the yid. Since the Avisha created the person in a way, that a person's body must depend on eating, drinking, and other worldly needs. And the Avisha created in the nature that a person should enjoy these things. And the Avisha is not to break the Guf by forcing yourself to not enjoy it. You have to bring the Guf along. 
adir leizbara patachtenu to use the person's guf and his chalke ba'elam to make adir for Hashem. He said it should be condemned. He's not guilty. He's not at fault that uh, worldly matters got uh, caught up with him, caught on to him. Though he does have to cleanse himself from them, but the fact that it's still there does not make him, his etzem, impure. So let's not get too uh, excited, because remember, we're talking about a klicheres. If he still, as the Eivish created him, a klicheres, it's nice to have bitl. It comes from the earth. It represents bitl. If he thinks he's a wooden keli, and is bazichat savaks in the mitzis, he's a grown out uh, entity. Via eitz vasvaks, like a tree that grows. Oder via klimatchis, or he's a metal vessel, and his heart in zanyeses vimatchis, his arrogance is so hard and strong, like 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 metal. Is vibalder as eres shenit in the mitzir, but is b'shafen givarin. Once he goes out of the form in which he was created, then even then he could become tummy even on the outside. So wooden kalim or metal kalim do become tummy me'acherov because once you change the way the Avista created you and, and you lose that bittel, then there's no protection anymore. Fine. So this is this is the pshat. That a klicheres generally the halach is klicheres namatayim yacherov. That a yid, even though a yid is, is involved in ilam haza, it does not, and it's a vetsuga cleft, and it sticks onto him, becomes part of him. Nevertheless, it does not defile his etzem. Then, so Rashi yochel afil nagabim yacherov. Now Rashi says, what about a tumazov? Maybe tumazov is different. Well, you can mainly we could think that a tuma like zov. Could be metame a yid, even if it's just coming from the gulf. From Drinian, a ziva is not a TV vidam nida. Ziva is not a natural event, not a natural occurrence like dam nida. Narachelia guf. Dam meter via darzaimitzateva ilum. It comes from an illness. It's an unhealthy discharge. There's more dam or more liquid uh, uh, than there should be, naturally speaking. So if we apply this to the person's Avedah, in, in the spiritual refers to the to the Ra that exists by the person naturally. They created us with the Yitzhahara, so the Yitzhahara has a natural inclination to bat. Dam Ziva, he does us megare yitzle alav. Nochmer with the yitzharah is mevalam mitzah atzmei. Dam Ziva refers to the yitzharah inciting the person even more than than than, than the yitzharah usually confuses him on his own. Vlosh nachinuch in yar Ziva yikre ba'adam b'tzeisim yederech ayesher ba'asmada b'machalav achulu. Ziva occurs. The lichinuch says Ziva occurs when a person uh, uh, departs. From the proper path, he, and he engages too much in eating, etc., etc. So this is already a person that's that's too immersed in Elam Haza. So you could think, as in Demfal, you could think that in this case, because he engaged too much in the world, the Yitzhara is too involved in his life, therefore th that he could become Tame, even Meacherov. Because he's succumbing to a bad, to an evil that is not necessary because of his nature. The whole reason we said, we said that Avisa created a person with a nature, he has to eat, he has to drink, he has to be involved in otherworldly matters, and he even has to enjoy it. So therefore, you can't blame the person for being involved in it. And therefore, he has to cleanse himself of it, but it doesn't make him tummy.
But what happens if a person engages too much in Elam and it becomes unhealthy from it? Maybe I would think that it is Metama the person. Therefore, the Teres Kenim comes and Ashi tells us, it's not true. If the touch of the Zav is a touch that's like affecting the whole Kali, it's touching the whole overall general general, general person. Then it could affect the entire person and it becomes Tame even from the outside. Oh, but a stam and a gear, I feel if it's just a touch, even if it's a zav, can it under the medicine for a hidden that cannot affect the etzim of the hid? Ksak in the Ram was a few like Idva, Sidar from Kavis as a ton of mitzvah, as the Ramah Paskins, even a hid that has to be forced, coerced to do a mitzvah, is as the Kvia Namitsa Chitanius. The coercion is only because of, only necessary because of the externalities of the person. Yisri Yusha Tokve, his Yetzahara is overcoming him. Even then, when the Yitzhara is overwhelming him, he still wants to be a Yid, and he still wants to do all the mitzvahs. And the coercion is just revealing that. And through this uh, uh, coercion, it removes the dust uh, that is covering up, concealing the person's real desire. It's right in this Gala, the Ramah the person's truth, Hashem's truth, becomes revealed to this world as a Yidzak. The Eitz and he leaves me Yisrael. When last is called mitzvahs, I want to be part of the Yidden. I want to do all the mitzvahs. So we see from this that the Etzim Giret, a person has wants to be connected to the Eibushter. The person wants to do the right things, and therefore, as long, as long as it's not Kikuloi, as long as it's not overwhelmed the whole the whole person, which would be like Hesit, if it's just a Negiya and it's Me'achayrav, it cannot be, make him Tomei, because the Etzim of a Yid is holy and pure, he wants to do all the mitzvahs, he wants to be part of the Yidin, part, part of the uh, of, of, of Yiddishkeit, and he's saying Reitzani, and therefore the, the Etzim of a Yid could never become Tomei.